Fazekas Hardy, and as you said, I am um, the new adult reference librarian at the EWAL branch. I've been here since the beginning of July. Yeah. Seems like that was so long ago, but what it really wasn't. No. Like July. Yeah, no, it's kind of new. Yeah. Yeah. Just feels longer. I don't know. Yeah. Like this whole three months felt like three years. <laughs> yeah. So Stephanie's the adult librarian, but you're. We're, have been a children's librarian in the past too, right? Yes. And a children's book author. Yes. So that. Oh wow! How many books have you written? I have four children's books. So between the three of us, we've written five books. <laughs> um, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Are you gonna branch out into adult fiction? Um, I've done some adult adult poetry. Um, and uh, I have many stories started, but I have not completed um, a full novel yet. So I uh, also have a book that um, I want to make like a um, centerpiece or talking piece, um, 365 days with poems and um, oh, nice. affirmations and quotes that I have come up with over the years so one day we'll get that published yeah <laughs> that sounds yeah. like sounds like you're just a busy person i try to stay busy <laughs> that's good and where did you work before you worked here prior to coming here um i worked for united shore mortgage just for a brief um, moment due to um COVID. and i uh, worked as a um Gave you think of a underwriter. I was an underwriter, and um, something that I never thought I would do, and it was quite interesting. So um, I was, I interviewed here and was offered the position, and mm -hmm. like, you worked at DPL too, yeah. right? Before the yeah, so um, pandemic. Yeah, were you? Technically still employed by DPL, were you furloughed? Correct, I was furloughed. And then furloughed. you did the, the mortgage job, and then you got this job, and then... Then we got it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they called me back, and I was like, mm, I'm going to stay where I am. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I do miss it. I love DPL. Um, I worked as a children's librarian. And um, of course, you know, we did reference as well, but um, a lot of programming and um, just, you know, being with the children is um, very exciting and fulfilling, so. Did you work at the main branch? Um, or wherever? That's they... not where my home branch was, but I had worked there like on Sundays um, mm -hmm. when we so had our Sunday hours. So beautiful, that branch is. is so pretty. All the branches are beautiful. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> have their their intricacies and the artwork and the community, but 
I, when furlough, um, well, COVID hit, I was working at the Skillman branch downtown. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, I like that branch, too. Yeah. I worked so. at the Parkman branch for oh, a minute. Beautiful. Yeah. Linwood and yeah. Oakman. It's mm-hmm. a big, um, beautiful branch, too. A lot of wood. Mm-hmm. Didn't they say that they were going to fix one of them? Because one of them got, like, flood damage or something. That was gonna... Maine. That was that one got Maine. renovated? Mm-hmm. I thought I heard another one was... Um, like fixed because was there an accident like a car crash into it I don't know I, I think that was um, Lincoln which is on 7 Mile and like 75 um, I think that was Lincoln or it could have been um, Wilder on 7 Mile and Van Dyke but I think it was Lincoln I'm not sure a lot, a lot of branches we only have three Detroit yeah. has like over 20 over yeah. 20 yeah. but right now there's only like 7 open Mm-hmm. due to the pandemic so unfortunately um and then three of those are going to be seven day um operations so, so. oh so there's some the place branch, to go the, every day were the yeah. branches typically mm-hmm. not open seven days no um like in the fall just like here um we had started i want to say 2017 um opening on sundays and there was there were certain branches. So, um, like Redford, Wilder, and Maine, I think. And then um, there may have been one in Southwest Detroit mm-hmm. that was open on Sundays from mm-hmm. 1 to 5 or 1 to 4 or something like that. My memory <laughs> is bad. Yeah. 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 Time are, and memory are. <laughs> I think Sundays are like one of the more popular library days. Yes. It seems like that's where everybody wants to be. Yeah, especially when you have programming and. You know, it's a little laid back and families can come in together. So. Yeah, it's nice for working parents to be able to bring their kids into the library nice. and yeah, do absolutely. programming, story time, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For sure. And you have started a horror and thriller book club already. Have you guys had a meeting yet or are you meeting soon? We had a meeting date, <laughs> but, <laughs> but nobody appeared. So we're doing Aww. it on Zoom right now. Mm-hmm. We'll have our second one um, scheduled for next Thursday. We're reading The Between by um, Taranira Du. I hope I'm saying her name right, but she is one of my favorite um, authors. So it's a um, paranormal. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Are you a big horror thriller, thriller reader? I am. Yes, I am. I like to read everything, but um, and I like to switch off. But because we had other book clubs already, we didn't mm-hmm. have a horror thriller yeah. book club. Decided to do that and incorporate um, some true crime in there because that is horror, horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, our true crime section at the library is always popular. It's like yeah. the three sixty four point. One fives or something yeah. like that. Yes, yeah. our listeners will know exactly what it is. <laughs> we know that spot. <laughs> yeah, I've never read a true crime true crime book before. You never no. read a true crime book before? No. You never read it in cold blood? No. What do you like to read? Oh, it depends. I'm a very wishy washy reader. Like I'll read like three books at a time, nonfiction, fiction, and then I'll I won't read for like five months because I'm just not interested in anything. It doesn't draw my attention, but I usually try to go between fiction and nonfiction. Okay. Um, and I really don't have a preference. I just sort of read what people tell me to read, or it sounds interesting. I'll just give it a shot. Okay. 
I think I like, I say I like thrillers, but I think technically they might be suspense. Yeah. They kind of ride the line. Mystery, suspense. Yeah. I am, like Matt, I probably am kind of moody and I do read multiple books at a time. Um, Sometimes I may go by, like, with some of the book clubs that um, I'm affiliated with Mm -hmm. um, through social media as reading or I may see... um, it's hard working in the library. Like, oh, I want to read this. I know. <laughs> Especially pulling books, doing the holds. It's like, That's how oh, I <clears throat> used to find books. When I worked in the adult section, I would pull a book and be like, oh, let me put this on my list. And I would never read it, but it's on my list. I've, still. D- I, yeah. uh, I've done that before, for sure. I've never stolen a hold before, <laughs> but I'm no. like, I'll get it next time. Yeah. yeah, or I'll go look it up and see if I can find it on um, Hoopla. But mm-hmm. since COVID, I found it very hard to read. And I thought initially when this first started, I had like a whole stack of books. And I'm like, I'm going to finally be able to read these books. But I found that it is so hard to focus. Yeah. Um, one of the only uh, genres and authors that I have been able to get through and it's still challenging um, is uh, Beverly Jenkins. Um, she writes historical romance Mm -hmm. and um to me it's it's it is romance but it's humorous and the history is real she um does her research yeah yeah, she infuses a lot of um indigenous and um um, black history into her story so um and then she often gives a bibliography or um, oh that's cool you know expound on um our knowledge on the, the topics that she touches on in her book. So, um, started reading The Feather Thief, of course, because yeah. uh, Kirk Wallace was here uh, last week. And um, I didn't expect to be interested, but I found it quite interesting. So, um, I'm going to finish it. I got the little um, read the sample from Amazon. Oh, yeah. Kindle, so, I have to go in purchase it I'm reading outside my well I like to read historical fiction but I I just find I don't pick it up all that often but I really like the author Lauren Groff she wrote that Fates and Furies and um, that was an interesting book because it was half told in the husband's voice and then the second half of the book is told in the wife's voice and you get like a completely different side of their you know 20 some year marriage together um, but this new book that she has takes place in the 11th century. I've never read anything that takes place in the 11th mm. century. And it's a woman who's like the bastard child of royalty. Um, and nobody likes her. Um, of course. And so she's sent off to run a nunnery. And I was like, these are... No-. Like, if it hadn't been an author I really like, I would have read that book description and been like, no, thank you. But I'm giving it a try. And I like it so far. Um, it sounds like initially like it might be a hurry, but yeah. since you like her writing style. Yeah. yeah. And it's disgusting. The eleventh century is disgusting. <laughs> it's Imagine. gross. There's barbaric. people getting Yeah. It's barbaric. People get goiters all the time. <laughs> it's like kind of interesting, I guess, but yeah, yeah stick with it. I gotta read it quick because there's a lot of holds on it. Oh, yeah. That makes it don't difference. like to make the people is it a long, wait. Is it a long book? No, it's not long. 
What do you consider long? Yeah. <clears throat> like 600 pages. Okay. Yeah, I've got the Cider House rules checked out too, and it's about that long. I don't usually read books that long. Uh, that's like the point where it's like, that might be too much book, even though it doesn't really matter. Like yeah. 300 is about the threshold. Like I could do that in like a week if I really wanted to, or a couple of days, but once you start creeping up there, it's like, oh, this is, it feels more mature. Yeah. Even if the book is good, you're like, I just want to get this out of my bag and it's so heavy. I have yeah. a number for my book club, um, because I make, for my book club, I like make a list of about 25 or 30 books that we choose from to read for the uh, next six months or a year. And I try not to put any books over 300 pages because, mm-hmm. you know, they're probably reading other stuff. And that's hard to finish in a month and be able to talk about. But it's hard to find a nonfiction book. We read nonfiction too. It's hard to find a nonfiction book under 300 pages. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the longest book I read was like, IQ 84, I think it was like 1,100 pages. And I was like, okay. That's tough. Yeah. It was a good book, but I was like, this, this is just a long book. But when you're reading multiple <clears throat> books at a time, too, you, you know, you take a break, you switch off. Like, I'm reading The Between, of mm-hmm. course, for next week. Um, and I'm reading um, Topaz by Beverly Jenkins. So I usually read that on my way to sleep. And then I'm also reading um, a book on empaths, um, oh, fiction. Yeah. So, um, read that on my downtime or, you know, in the morning to try to gain some perspective. Yeah. What's the title of that book? Do you remember? Um, I don't, but <laughs> I can tell you what tell it me. is. I can look it we'll up and tell out. you right now. That's sort of um, like a similar thing I do with like the, all the other things I watch or play like for movies and tv shows and video games i'm always like playing one that's like a hundred hours but then in between i'm like oh i can do this short one yeah and, like i always bounce between something so i'm always have something to do if, um i think i'm the same with books so if it's like a big book or nonfiction, if it's heavy or just dense i'll be like let me just read something light in between yeah. chapters or if I'm reading sessions. like intense nonfiction, I'll be reading like lighter fiction. If I'm reading some really long, dense fiction, then I'll get like a little lighter nonfiction. Yeah. So the title is Empath, a complete guide for developing your gift and finding your sense of self. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So it's Do really we have that cool. Book? Is it one of our books or um, is it a hoopla I, or something? I've read it. I'm reading it. Um, for free on Amazon. Okay. So, um, I did not check to see. No, I did check Hoopla. I don't think it was there. Like, usually it's on Libby or Hoopla most yeah. of the time. I like Hoopla Hoopla better. Yeah. I, always, I do too. You get it right better. away. Yeah, and I mean, more than one person can read materials mm-hmm. at the same time. And I like the fact that they have the music and the movies mm-hmm. and now... Um, craft videos and so yeah all right they have um yeah they have like how-to videos now on hoopla so that's pretty dope yeah appreciate that yeah Yeah, i have hoopla on my tv and my phone i usually um i can you know you can access it from the computer so yeah if i'm at the computer if it's something that i'm reading for work i'll look at it on the computer Mm -hmm. too um so, yeah. You're quite crafty, too, speaking of craft videos, right? I, I, I'm okay. 
I know you said you were wearing. I complimented you on some pants one day, and you said you made them, so that's crafty. If you make your yes. own pants, then you're you're way about your past. <laughs> your master. Your past crafty. Crafty is like something I'll do with like popsicle sticks, and you're like I did something. <laughs> They're really easy um, pants. They were um, like the palazzo pants. Yeah. Um, and with the elastic waist, so. Um, they're pretty easy to make. So, I think so. you're selling yourself short. Yeah, I, I think so to, too. Yeah. Try to make those pants. Um, it would not. They would not come out as well, pants. Well, you know, practice makes perfect. I think yeah. you could do it. We'll see. You'll have to teach me. Maybe, yeah. well, I can, we can do a video, a YouTube video of me learning <laughs> the final products. Like, oh, that's those aren't pants. <laughs> you could do it on the podcast. It would just be the sound of the sewing machine, like zzz, zzz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every time you mess up. Um, yeah, so you've had some craft programs, and then I want to get crafty with you this winter for Huga. Um, so maybe we'll do some. I wanted to do. I checked out a book on um, visible mending, like patching mm-hmm. holes and, or even like a stain on your sweater that's otherwise you really like, and you um, patch it, cover it up. But instead of trying to just make it blend in, which it probably won't ever totally fade in, you make a little design on it. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Kind of like covering up a tattoo. Yeah. So I do that a lot. Like you cover up tattoos. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't covered up any tattoos, but um, in terms of like fixing or altering something to make it fit or make yeah. it make it work, like um, a lot of my projects. Of course, I am the creator, so I know where all the imperfections are mm-hmm. but nobody else does but you just find a way to just fix it it's kind of like using duct tape but, yeah you know using different methods to just make things work yeah um i'm a novice sewer but i went so usually i only sew like christmas gifts for my kids or halloween costumes and when it's halloween costumes like when the sewing doesn't work the Hot glue gun comes out. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I took a sewing class when I was in middle school. I think in high school. And then I never did it again. I always watch videos. And I'm like, that's a cool stitch. And then like, they like, pull the string and then, like all the stitches go away. But it's like underneath now. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. I don't know how all this stuff works. It's all fancy. Yeah. yeah. It's I a like precise videos. art. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is. It can be. I like, um, it's therapeutic for me. Like, I like crocheting. I did bring my um, yarn today. I want to try to make a cardigan um, sweater for myself. Nice. Um, and um, usually around this time of year, I start to, to crochet. And I don't know why I wait until this time of year, but... It's cozy. Yeah. You can do it, like, while you watch TV. And- yeah. So, and that's what I usually, that's how I watch TV. Like, I don't watch TV and just sit there and watch it. I, my attention span is too short. I have to. That's what my wife sometimes. does, too. Like, she's like, I can't just sit and watch TV. She's, like, yeah. doing work or crocheting or whatever other hobby she has at the time. She's, like, doing it as we watch stuff. I'm like, I guess that's what you got to do. But mm-hmm. I can just sit there and not do anything. I can't. I'm not a TV person. I'm a music person. Um so I would listen to music and do it, but and like audiobooks. Oh yeah. I've gained a appreciation over the years for them because at first it was really hard for me, but 
Um, I commuted back and forth to Jackson. I worked as a prison librarian. And um, it's like 80 miles. It was 80 miles from home one way. Oh, jeez. So I would listen to audiobooks or I listen to them on my walks or when I'm cleaning or cooking. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I don't want to be alone, so I'll listen to the books. But also, like, when I sew or um, crochet, I'll listen to the audiobooks more specifically when I sew. And I'll listen to books that I normally won't read, like um, the urban fiction. I don't really mm -hmm. like reading it, but I'll listen to it. Yeah. Um, it goes faster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's a little, you know, different. And sometimes you just don't. I like um, biographies too and memoirs. I prefer to listen to them, especially if they're in the voice of, uh, yeah. 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 The voice of the person that we're learning about. So. I like that too. I'm, um, I went jogging three times last week, which was my goal. I haven't been at all this week, but, um, and so I bought myself as a reward uh, those like running pants or leggings that yeah. have a pocket in them so you can put your phone in the pocket. So now I can listen to audiobooks. I think that'll be a good motivator. Yeah. And I like biographies that are read by um, the author too. I really liked, um, you know, like Laverne from Laverne and Shirley, Penny Marshall. She had a great audio memoir and then her brother Gary Marshall who like made Happy Days I think he made Happy Days he made a bunch of movies Pretty Woman um, mm -hmm. he had a great audio book too yeah they're just fun when they're in the it. voice I really like Trevor Noah's um, audio yeah. book um, who else um, Tracy Jordan had a good one a couple years back um, Tracy Morgan Tracy sorry Morgan. I always yeah. call him by his name his name from 30 Rock <laughs> Um, I'll have to check that one out too. But it goes, he goes like off script because that's how he is. He like starts crying at one point, he starts singing at another point. It's like, I was wondering while I was listening to it, like, what's the book form of this even look like? <laughs> but that was really fun. I've listened to that more than once actually. Mm, I might have to check that yeah. out. Yeah, Taraji P. Henson's was great. Um, I tried Gabriel Unions, I couldn't get into it. Um, and I think she has a new one out. And um, Tiffany Haddish, The Last Black Unicorn. Oh, yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. So I it definitely endears you to them. Um, if, you, if you like it, you can get through it. It endears you to the person. Mm -hmm. um, I've been waiting on Libby. Uh, must be super popular, but... Um, there's another SNL alum. Her name's Cicely something. Strong. Cicely Strong. Yeah, she wrote kind of a memoir. It's about her cousin dying, and I think her her grief like during the pandemic, but also a little bit about just her entire life. Um, I listened to an interview with her about it, and I was like, "Oh, I got to get that book." But I've been waiting forever because I want to listen to her read it. The book's on the shelf, but I want to listen to her. So, yeah. Fall and winter's a good time for that. Getting a long yeah. audio book. I, sometimes I try to pick, like, oh, I'm going to learn about royalty. I'm going to read royalty biographies this winter. Or, like, pick a president and learn about them. I'm not that organized. No. Like I said, I see stuff and I'm like, oh, I want to read that. <laughs> yeah. My eyes are bigger than my capacity to 
read or mm-hmm. time that I have to read. So we should just have a reading day, like every we all staff should have an off desk day where we just read all day. Let's pitch that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's too much reading in one day. Though. No, like for like eight hours straight just, to just read. I could do it. I couldn't do it. Well, I could nap a little. I think we're gonna do. Um, one of the programs I want to do next, and I think Melissa said mentioned that you were thinking about it too. I want to do um, an adult story time, so I'll do that yeah. once a week, and I think we'll do short stories. And um, oh yeah, we should combine on that because um, my idea for it was um, I was going to read. There are a couple, I picked out like these meditation mm-hmm. for kid picture books and we were reading it and I was like, oh, this is like an adult could read this mm-hmm. and like meditate while they read it. There's even one, it's this beautiful book. I can't remember the name of it, of course, but like you're, it's a, the woman who wrote it meditates and it's meant to like that you breathe in and breathe out every time you turn the page. So like the pacing's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I thought, um, of doing actual children's books, but short stories would be awesome too. Yeah. You could do Maybe Samuel Jackson's kids' book. Oh, does he have? Yeah, it's, I think it's just a kids' book with his colorful language. Yeah. Yeah. In there, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's for adults for sure. Definitely want to do that. So, I am developing the idea in my mind right now. Nice. I haven't written anything now, so. Actually thinking of some stuff in my sleep <laughs> this morning, but um, you need a notepad to, by your bed. I have notepads, notebooks, <laughs> um, everything. Just I'm too lazy to to get up and write. Mm-hmm. I'll most likely pick up my phone and write in my notes, but I was too lazy to do that. So now I have to sit and think about what were you thinking? Yeah, that was a really great <laughs> idea I had. Right. Sometimes piecing together your idea is better than the idea itself because if you think of something else right. or something while you're trying to recreate it. Absolutely. Yeah, sometimes I don't remember my notes either. If I do write down something right when I wake up, then later in the day I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. I might have thought that was a good idea, but it looks like gibberish now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what night does your book club meet at? Or it's in the afternoon, um, right? Second Thursdays, and um, we meet at 2.30, 2 to 3 maybe. Um, but it is the second Thursday. So we have some flyers going around. and um, We have books for those that are interested in reading it, free copies. Yeah, so. pick it up at the... Ewald branch, right? Right. Register. And so you can get the Zoom link. And let's discuss the between this month. Yeah. I think we're doing true crime next month, if my memory serves me correct. So. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Sounds spooky. That's a fun. Do you have anything coming up? I don't have anything coming up. Um, I got some... Uh, I got a book, another craft book called, I think it's called Firoshiki. It's the Japanese art of wrapping, um, you know, like with scarves. Mm-hmm. So full circle, the thrift shop up on Mac donated um, a bunch of scarves to us. And so I'm going to have some craft to go kits 
um, where you can pick up a scarf and instructions on how to tie a wine bottle um, so that it's like cute and a little carrying so you can carry it by a little handle thought that'd be a good um, host gift for any family gatherings in November so I'm going to try to put those out this week or next week Um, and then I've got my book clubs but I don't think I have any other programs in Mm -hmm. November it's coming to the end of the year yeah so we'll have new programs at the beginning of next year yeah we got to start planning for 2022 yes because when you said Japanese wrapping I was like oh you got a book on Japanese gift wrapping because that's awesome I've watched videos of yeah them gift wrapping oh. stuff I'm like uh you wrap that in like two seconds yeah I know and it's so pretty it's like you don't even want to open it um, but this is pretty easy the wine bottle it's like beginners says you says me yes <laughs> practice with a plastic we'll, bottle we'll, yes yeah. <laughs> we'll so you don't drop the wine right. bottle <laughs> I guess we'll find out right? I've had an empty wine bottle sitting on my desk at work <laughs> for like six months like, what you doing but, drinking at work Annie <laughs> It's for work. <laughs> it's for <laughs> So I guess you got to practice. I guess after this, you got to practice your scarf tying mm-hmm. or wrapping yeah. the wine bottle. Yeah. But it might not work because it's, it's too light now. So you have to yeah. get another one. <laughs> it's not full. Put yeah. some water in it. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you label it water. Yes. Um, yeah. So what about you, Matt? Do you have anything coming up? Um, I have a family Friday program next week. If a presenter coming, he's going to do like a survival-based stuff. Oh, cool. Like teach people how to survive if they happen to get stranded somewhere. Like know what plants to eat, uh, how to start a fire without matches, and all that stuff, and some archery. My oldest would love that. Maybe we'll sign up for that. Yeah, so it's Friday evening. No, it's outside, so we can do it outside. So it's Friday at the Woods Branch outside. We'll do some survival stuff. This Friday? Next Friday. Next Friday. Oh, good. I'm getting my hair here. Yeah. 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 So it's after hours too. So you know, it'll be starts at seven. So if you happen to want to do that. Oh, is that seven? Mm Mm-hmm. So you do you work in after hours? Yep. We are allowed to do that. Rock. Every so often. (laughs) He's going the extra mile. I'm going. Well, I'm starting later, so it's not like I'm working a whole. (laughs) Well, we won't be. Yeah. Yeah. We can go there after work. Yeah, you go there after work. Come see me. Shoot some bow and arrow, start a fire, without probably with sticks or something. I don't know what he's gonna do, but it'll be pretty cool if he could start a fire with sticks. Yeah, it'd be like that'll be the highlight of my year if I did that. I'm gonna sign my son up for that because when we went to the UP this um, summer, we went on some hikes and they have like stairs built in. You know, he mm-hmm. was like, "This isn't natural enough for me. <laughs> I want to like climb up the rocks." Yeah, he says that now when he goes into like actual right. like camping or whatever. It's like this isn't cool. Right? Where's the bathroom? Yeah. But uh, it should be fun. So yeah, that's next Friday at seven outside. Great, interesting. I think there is no weather permitting because survival waits for nobody. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, if it's to... too cold to come, it won't survive anyway. <laughs> but I will, have, I will have to check with the presenter just in case because I guess if it's raining, we'll see. It might yeah. not be worth it. People might not be that interested if it's if they're gonna get wet and do all that stuff. But yeah, that's the plan. Let's hope it's not. Yeah, I hope not too. 
All right. So thanks, Stephanie, for coming on. Thank you for having me. Talking a little bit about your, yourself and your authorship and your past jobs. The prison job sounds awesome. I think we need to have a whole podcast just about the prison library job. We can. Oh, yeah. Because I had another coworker at an old job who did that, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Somehow she got Malala to come to her library. Malala? Malala. Whoa. To talk, because I think she worked for a women's prison. Maybe she'll mm. come on the podcast. <laughs> I could ask they have her. They connection. She would be like, hey, could you get your, what's Malala's phone number? <laughs> um, but, yeah, that would be fun. So we will see you, everybody, next time. Bye.